Howdy, folks. It's been a while. Hope you guys are doing well out there. It's Jared Feinberg, the co-host of the Drafting Up podcast. And folks, this isn't just any ordinary episode. First off, this is a place for me to rant about whatever is going on in football. If something is on my mind that is too long for me to type on Twitter, I'm going to speak out on it. On here. On this podcast. And that's exactly what I'm going to do today. I think most of you know why I'm here. It's about Cam Newton. I will warn you right now that I will be very uncensored for this rant. This is unedited. Strictly just going all in. You know? Just all in on this podcast. This episode. No holding back. So mom... If you're listening to this, I'm sorry, and I love you, but I gotta get this off my chest. Let's get down to business. The Rams game, last night, Thursday night football. Cam Newton, I thought he had a better game than some people, or most people perceive he did. It was nine of 16, 119 yards, and he threw an interception. Sacked four times. It's not a pretty stat line, but when you watch that game, when he was dropping back in the pocket, when he had simple dropbacks out of the shotgun, Newton was just slinging it all over the field. Connecting the ball, accurate with the ball. He was looking good. The interception was off a screen game that got blown up by Aaron Donald. Damian Harris got held up on the screen. Kenny Young, Rams linebacker, great spot, picked it off, took it back to the house. That is in no way Cam Newton's fault whatsoever. And I'll admit, I'll admit, there were times in this game where Newton was trying to force throws. When he's doing that, he, he gets him off his rhythm, okay? And I, I'm as a, as a big Cam Newton defender like I am or like I'm doing here today, I will admit he does have his struggles. All quarterbacks have their struggles. Even Patrick Mahomes has his own struggles, okay? Newton is unique, Okay? As someone who has watched his game, or, ha- who, or someone that has watched him ever since his time at Auburn, when he won the Heisman, had that historic year, led, Aub- led, Ar- led Auburn basically by himself, essentially, to the national championship and won the national championship, being the first overall pick. His time in Carolina as a Panthers fan, now his time here in New England. I've watched all of his games. I don't think I've missed a single game of his career. Maybe one or two, but that was for circumstances I could not help. So, I thought Newton did okay. When he was able to throw the ball, he looked good. When Cam Newton ran the ball, he he looked good, of course. The red zone production for New England was Horrific. Couldn't get into the red zone whatsoever. Or when they did, they couldn't get anything going. 
at all. Like the drive stalled. As soon as they get in the red zone, it stalled. And that's kind of been the story throughout the entire season for the most part. Is that whenever their drive stall, it, it kind of seems like the dagger to the team. In terms of, okay, this is how the game's going to go. We're not going to do well. We're going to lose this game. There you have it. And that was kind of paraphrasing my uh, my good friend Dean um, of Keep Pounding on Twitter. I'll pull up this tweet. I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll share with you guys what he had to say. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Dean said about Cam Newton or about how we're evaluating Cam Newton in this entire process is the issue is the margin of error offensively or the issue is the margin of error offensively is so minuscule that any error is a huge dagger. Even a false start or a holding call is a drive killer. When first and second down runs are into the line for a yard, a third and nine with Myers, Jacoby Myers, Demary Bird, Nikhil Harry, and bad offensive line execution is asking a lot for Cam. Vane tweets on, does that excuse Cam Newton's errors? No, and I'll agree with that. That's not, that doesn't excuse his errors whatsoever. Absolutely not. And Dean continues on, but it shows an entire offense that looks completely inept at times. A first down feels like an absolute victory for them on some drives. Also, seven straight runs inside the 15, then followed by a drive of 11 runs on 12 plays. is Pop Warner football. Dean is preaching to the choir here, man. He is saying what I've been trying to say all season long about their struck about the Patriots' suck struggles offensively. But first, let's get to how they got to where they are right now, why they're struggling. As we all know, we're in a pandemic. Started back in March. In March, everything was shut down. No one could go anywhere whatsoever. Sign free agents couldn't really go anywhere until. The start of training camp in late July. They couldn't even go see their teams, their new teams, until late July. And that's the case for Cam. He went 90 days without being signed after being cut by Carolina. He then sat 90 days, like I said, then didn't get to have any interaction with the team overall and develop more chemistry until he got to the facility the week of training camp at the end of July. And then you also have opt-outs. Some big names like Dante Hightower, Marcus Cannon, Deron Harmon, leaders of that team opted out of the season because of their worries for getting COVID-19. So those guys aren't playing this year. Big losses for that team. Leaders of that team. Big playmakers for that team. On the offensive line, 
the second level of the defense and in the secondary. That's talent that that's that's some good talent that they lost. And also they lost some other guys to opt out. And I don't really remember who it was or who else opted out as well, but not gonna get into that. So the Patriots come into the season. Weapons aren't that great. You got Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, um, trying to think what else. Demiri Bird as your receivers. Your tight ends are Ryan Izzo, Devin Asiasi. I think that's how you say his last name. Not sure. I'll I'll figure it out over time. And then your backfield, you got good you got some good running backs in the back end. You got Sonny Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead, and then Damian Harris, who has shown he's starting to become a really tough, good running back on the ground. He's becoming their Bell Cow running back on obvious rundowns. But the thing that has been a struggle for New England all season long is that the guys that they lost in the offseason. They lost Brady, but they replaced him with a younger, probably even more talented version and bigger version of him in Cam Newton. Who, when he's on his A game, he's a, he's a great passer and a great runner. So, this is where we, oh, well, first off, it's been so annoying, so fucking annoying to see all this criticism for Newton. The criticism has always been around throughout his entire career, going back to his days at Auburn, his time in Florida after the laptop stealing incident, when he was... 18 years old and dumb as fuck. Any 18-year-old is dumber than shit at that age. Newton was dumber than shit, okay? I'm just going to get that out there right now. I'm mature for my age, in my opinion. I'm 19 years old. When I was 18, I had my immature moments, okay? A year ago. So, I want to get that out of the way. McDaniels is Josh McDaniels, offense coordinator. Wide receiver corp, not great. Holes on the defense, not great. Those are the reasons why this team has struggled. They struggled in the secondary throughout most of the season. They haven't really gotten good push or pressure up front on that defensive line. They're not hitting home as much as they're used to. They don't have the pass rushers anymore. They don't have a Kyle Van Noy anymore. They don't they haven't had a Chandler Jones in quite some time since Jones left the team for Arizona. And he's on his he, and yes, he was hurt. But at the pace he's going, he's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. This is a future Hall of Famer we're talking about. Chandler Jones. Really damn good football player. So you look at that and you're like, 
Can this team really succeed with that? Can Cam Newton lead this team? Can he do well with this team? Early on the season, first three games, it looked good. It, it started to look good. His game against Seattle, phenomenal. That was probably one of his best games of his career as a passer. My goodness, he was throwing the rock everywhere, connecting with everyone. And, okay, yes, the Seas. The Seahawks secondary is not great. The defense overall for them, not great. Not good at all. But let's not ignore good performances, no matter what. If you have a good game, you have a good game. If you have a great game, you have a great game. You have an excellent game, you have an excellent game. Simple as that. I want to pull up this little thread from uh, Steven Ruiz, who uh, tweeted out this morning, Friday morning. Um, it, I kind of, I can kind of relate to this, and I, I've been trying to say this throughout most of the year or most of the season while Cam Newton has had his struggles or quote unquote struggles. I'm biased. This is Steven talking. I'm biased when it comes to Cam, when it comes to Cam Newton. But it's impossible to evaluate him right now given the slight of New England's skill positions. I am certain Bill Belichick thinks this, which is why there won't be a quarterback change anytime soon. Not even in the offseason. Steven is basically implying the Patriots are going to re-sign Cam Newton to a contract extension. Whether that's one year, two years, we'll know soon enough. He has no support in the pass game and is only throwing like 12 times a game. Steven continues on. We're at the point where people are posting sales of receivers being open while ignoring while he is in his progressions and what's going on around him in the pocket. As if he's supposed to be able to hit any throw at any time. That's rarely. That's probably because the Pats wide receivers are rarely open. And it's true. They're not open. They rarely get open. Jacoby Myers, as good as he's starting to become, he's still developing as a wide receiver. He's still got a ways to go. He's not separating for coverage as well this season either, even though he has shown some flashes. Throughout the season, I have seen Cam Newton go through those regressions like Steven is suggesting. Cam Newton is a, good, is a smart quarterback. Some people will probably disagree. That's their opinion. They don't watch Cam Newton as much as we do. That's fine. But you have to have some context here. Like, shit, man, come on. Have more context here. Steven continues on. It can't get ugly for the it can get ugly for this offense, but it hasn't been a total disaster overall this season. There are only a handful of quarterbacks in this league who are capable of making it as viable as it has been. This should look early season Jets bad. And I agree. We have seen this football team without Cam Newton. Without Cam Newton starting. This year. You know what happened? Bad things happen. Brian Hoyer, not good. Jared Stidham, not good. And yet people are saying 
oh, he's been be- Cam Newton's been be- being benched lately for Jared Sill. Is he done? No, he's not fucking done. Come on, man. Here's the thing. The 49ers game, for example. When Cam Newton threw, when he threw, like, what, three interceptions? Yeah, he threw three picks against the 49ers. Lost 33-6. Thir- to six. That was a uh, late October game. People were saying Cam got benched for Sidham. No, he didn't. Belichick took Cam off the field to protect himself from getting hurt and to ruining his production. They put Stidham in because he's the backup, and the game was lost at that point in time. Same can be said for the game last night against the Rams. The game was out of reach in the fourth quarter. There was no reason for Cam to be playing on the field, for as bad as the team has been struggling. No reason. So you put in Stidham, which is the right thing to do. It's not a fucking benching. It's not. In no way it is. I want to bring, I want to bring another thing up. I saved this here. In my DMs here. Let me pull it up. Brett Coleman. Someone I respect a whole bunch. He is the creator, analyst, host of The Film Room on YouTube. Does great work. Love his work. He pointed this out. Cam Newton. Tweeted this out this morning. Or a couple hours after the game. Late, late, late last night. Cam Newton. 74.2% on... A, or a... Here, let me reread this. <laughs> 74.2 percentage on target or let me try this again. <laughs> Cam Newton, 74.2% on target accuracy percentage on his throws this year. Below below average receiving corps that can't pay it off. Justin Herbert, 74.5% on target accuracy percentage on his throws and he has Keenan Allen, Mike Williams to help help him out with those. Supporting cast matters, and he is right. Supporting cast does matter. It does. When you look at the look at the offensive line, it's probably the best offensive line he's ever played with. My and Marcus Cannon isn't even playing this year. And this is the best offensive line he's had in his entire career. Even in Carolina, he didn't have this good of a of an offensive line. This is a good offensive line. From left tackle to right. From left to right tackle. All across the formation. He tweets on. Patrick Mahomes on target accuracy. Is only 4% higher than Cam's. Pat is ranked 13th in the league. Now I'm just reading off the tweets. I'm not. I don't have the stats. The whole list in front of me. Okay. So. Give me a break here. Except Pat, and he goes on, except Pat is throwing to literally the best complement of weapons in the entire league, so the shit work, so shit just works out. Sometimes it really is that simple. And then someone tweeted, Okay, Brett, now, now do, do average step of targets. Okay. Brett responds, On targets, more than 15 yards past the line of scrimmage, Cam is ranked fifth in the NFL in on-target accuracy percentage, whether it's a catch or not. The problem is he is 
He is 26th in attempts at that depth because nobody's open anyway, so he doesn't even bother trying. So true, bro. So true. And a lot of this brings me to my next point. It's Josh McDaniels. Look, when he, when he had Tom Brady as his quarterback, phenomenal offensive coordinator, smart guy. I'm sure he's a great, he's a great-minded coach. But he's, in some ways, he's kind of holding back this offense. He's not letting Cam Newton, despite the lack of weapons he has, letting, it sling, letting him sling it all over the field. He'd rather rely on the ground game and Cam Newton's legs to get the production on offense. It's not that doesn't that doesn't work for Cam. Okay, I'm wrong there. It, it, in in some in, in some ways it does. Cam Newton, we all know he's great with his legs. Great, great, great runner. But the way you're utilizing utilizing him as a passer is not how you're supposed to utilize him. You're doing a lot of play action stuff. And sometimes the offensive line has been kind of shaky this season, not going to lie. Could that be the offensive line coach? Maybe, I'm not sure. The execution has been great. The... Of course, the receivers aren't getting open. But Cam Newton has been accurate. As Brett has pointed out, he's going through his progressions. But they're not, the receivers aren't getting open. And the play calling has been very conservative. You need to let Cam throw more on first down. First, second, and third down. Let him throw the ball more. Even with this... Even with the subpar wide receiver group he has right now, he can do work. We've seen it this season. We saw it against Seattle. We saw it against the Jets. We saw it against Houston. We saw flashes of it last night. Let him just drop back in the pocket and let him work. Let him work through his progressions. Scheme guys open. I don't care. The dude can ball. He can be a really good passer. He has shown he is a great passer. And look, I'm not going to be here and say Cam Newton's mechanics are better than what people are saying. They have been inconsistent his entire career. I'm not going to lie. not going to lie. I will understand Cam Newton does have his flaws, and I've said that before in the— I said that earlier, but McDaniel's has been holding himself, has been holding Newton back from being the player he can be. It's frustrating to see this offense perform. It worked when Tom Brady was on the field, and he's probably a better processor of the field than Cam Newton. I'm not going to lie, but Cam Newton's up there with guys that can process the field well. There have been times where Cam has taken a sack, and, but that's probably been because of good reason because he's only on the ball too long. Well, he's still trying to read. He's reading the field. 
offensive line is not executing well. McDaniels, his play calling, his style does not fit what Cam Newton needs. What Cam Newton needs is an offensive coordinator who will let him not only be a threat on the ground with the RPO game, with read option and all that, but also let him sling the ball over the place. Let him go vertical as many times as you want. Let him go vertical. Let him call his own place. Let Cam call his own place, man. Like shit. Cam is just one hell of a smart quarterback. Like, let him call the plays. Let him be like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to run verts. Everyone run verts, or we're going to run levels. We're going to run dagger. We're going to run smash. We're going to run some sort of concepts. Okay? This is what we're going to do. Let's go do it. Get open. I'll find you. If you're not open, I'll let, I'll use my legs to get the first down and whatnot. So, sure, McDaniel's. He's not a bad offensive coordinator, but I I I don't think he fits what the Patriots need right now. What the Patriots have on offense. I think it's time for New England to move on from Josh McDaniels. And I think Josh McDaniels is due to become a head coach somewhere. Get a second shot. Or even be an offensive coordinator somewhere else. I don't know. Could that be in L.A.? Maybe. Get him with Jared Goff? Who knows? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I I'm just pouring stuff out here. So, here, here's my take on Cam Newton. This has been my take all season long, no matter what. And yes, he has struggled a little bit. I still believe he's a top 10 quarterback in this league. No questions asked. Cam Newton has one of the better arms in the league. Sure, his mechanics have been inconsistent, but he's accurate. We've seen it. He's flashed it. Even the passes are incomplete. He knows where he's going with the football. He reads the field well. He's got good pocket movement. He's got great poise. Forms well under pressure. We've seen that this season. But yet folks want to say, oh, he's a bad quarterback. He might not even start next year if he move if the Patriots moves on. If the Patriots move on. Here's the thing. Twitter or NFL fans in general, fan base, analysts, whatnot, we're all different from what the NFL thinks. We think different than what the NFL thinks. The NFL thinks Cam Newton's one hell of a quarterback. He is a damn good quarterback. That's what I believed throughout Cam Newton's entire career. He's a damn good quarterback. But he needs the right pieces around him. You go and ask any player in the NFL right now. You go ask some of the more respected players in the NFL. One of the more popular players in the NFL. In the NFL. Well-known players. You go ask Cam Jordan. You go ask Greg Olson. You go ask some Cam Swarmer teammates. You go ask Christian McCaffrey. Go ask Tom Brady. 
Go ask Patrick Mahomes. Go ask Von Miller. Go ask Miles Garrett. Go ask anyone that has played against Cam Newton. That has lined up a that has lined up across from him on the line of scrimmage. On defense. You ask them, is Cam Newton a good quarterback? Probably 95 to 99% of them are going to say, yes, he's a good quarterback. Because they see the game differently than we do. Cam Newton's very well respected around the league as a player on and off the field. When you ask them why Newton is struggling, they'll probably list out the same reasons I've been listing out. He hasn't had the right supporting cast around him. The play calling has been inconsistent. And they're not letting him do what he wants to do. They're holding him back. That's probably what they're going to. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying... What I think they could probably end up telling you guys. So. There's been discussion. About whether or not the Patriots should bring back Kim Newton. And I think the answer should be. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Yes. They should. What other options are there. Out there. On the market. I doubt Dak is going to end up in New England. I doubt it. And I doubt he's even leaving Dallas. Is Kaepernick going to come back? Doubt it. The NFL hates him. I I can't think of any other options. You know? Off the top of my head, I can't. I mean, what, what other choices do you have? In the draft, New England is probably going to be in the spot where They're probably too far back to trade up for a quarterback. And they're they're, they're just stuck in the middle. They're stuck in the middle of the first round, you know? And look, Belichick isn't afraid to trade up. And it wouldn't surprise me if he did. And I have no problem with the Patriots drafting a quarterback for the future. They give Cam Newton one one more year to prove himself. Prove himself in this... On this scene. And if. And you know what. I'm, I'll be honest. If he doesn't improve. Statistically. and They'll probably move on. And then we won't know what happens with Cam after that. And you can say the same thing about this offseason. But here's the thing. You look at who some of the free agent wide receivers are. Allen Robinson. Very good football player. Curtis Samuel. Another very good football player. Underrated. He may not come back to Carolina. If he doesn't, New England should be a perfect destination for him. Allen Robinson, too. You give Cam Newton just those two guys with Julian Edelman, who can who has flashed. He's had his good moments. Jacoby Myers, who's developing and becoming a good receiver. You give and you draft maybe a Kyle Pitts or in the first round or a Pat Fryermuth or Brevin Jordan in the second round in day two. The draft. Whew. You got some talent there, boy. You got some talent. 
You got weapons around him now. Watch him work with guys that know how to separate against man-to-man coverage, against press coverage. You get those. You get some of those guys on the on it, on that team. You get guys that can run routes well, that can that know how to separate and can catch the football. That can catch the ball well, simply. At tight end and wide receiver, you're set. Cam is set. You got receivers you can work with. And I'll, I, this is probably going to be the end of my rant here. And I'll just say this. I do apologize for being emotional about this. About being emotional about Camden. It's so fucking annoying to see all this criticism. Oh, he's an average passer. No, he's not. In my opinion, he isn't. Oh, he's not a smart quarterback. I don't know what the hell you're watching. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Defend, it's like a job. It feels like a job, even though it shouldn't be, to defend Cam Newton. As a player and as a person. He's been one of the more scrutinized quarterbacks in the NFL since his time in Carolina. Since his NFL career started. And also one of the more scrutinized players to come through Florida or Auburn. And yeah, he did some stupid shit at Florida. And his father did some... Allegedly did some stupid shit with money, Mississippi State, Auburn, something like that. I don't I have no idea. Okay. But I want to just say this. Cam Newton is a good passer. He knows how to read defenses. He he can read them very, very well. He is accurate. No matter how much you say he isn't, he's an accurate quarterback. He's got great poise in the pocket. Great pocket movement. Footwork and mechanics, I'll give people that. They've been inconsistent, but man, he, he was trying to get better with them. You know? So. It's, it, to add on, he's a great runner. We all know, we all know that. Give this man an offensive coordinator that can do work with him throwing the football. Let him throw the ball. Let him be as dangerous as a runner as he still is. Hell, bring back North Turner. He knew how to work, how to play Camden, right? We saw that in the first half of the 2018 season in Carolina. He was on pace to have an MVP year. That would probably would have matched his MVP numbers had he not got hurt against Pittsburgh on that Thursday night game back in 2018. And look, I respect everyone's opinions. I do. I respect everyone's opinions on Cam Newton. I do. But whenever you, whenever I hear someone say, oh, Cam Newton, 
He's immature. He cares about all he cares about is his fashion, himself. That's just not accurate at all. At all. That's completely false. So, Cam Newton, he is my idol. He's one of my great inspirations. He's my favorite player of all time. I will always continue to defend him. I will. No matter what. I will continue to defend him even when he ends up with a gold jacket, which I know damn well he will at some point. And I will, I, I will say this. The Patriots will be back next season to being real contenders. They'll have their leaders back, their core pieces back that opted out. Cam Newton will most likely be back because Bill Belichick loves him. Absolutely loves him. Has all the respect in the world for him. Loves him as a player and as a person. He's going to be back next year. Cam Newton will. You give you let jo- you tell Josh McDaniels, hey, this is how you're supposed to use Cam Newton. Use him this way. Don't let him, don't have him throw only twelve times a game. Let him sling the rock and throw thirty times a game. That's the way. That's how he is now. That's how Newton is now. Give Newton the right supporting cast. You upgrade that that skill position group at receiver and tight end. You get some edge rushers. On that football team. Patriots are going to be. Could end up being back. At another Super Bowl. This is the down year for New England. A lot of struggles. Newton has had his struggles. Not going to lie. But he's not a bad football player. He's a really good football player. Top 10 quarterback in my opinion. No matter what. And he's a good person. Great human being. Who loves his children, who loves fashion, who dresses up really well, styles really well, always style. He needs more respect in this league. He needs more respect from the fans and the media. Simple as that. This is Jared Feinberg signing off. Peace.